0: i in a in a you're listening to the award-winning podcast podcast
1: podcast time
0: podcast stuff music the whole deal info knowledge infotainment podcast Welcome back to the award-winning podcast podcast. I'm Alex, I'm Jace, and we're here to talk about fantasy football again. Woo! It's all we do. That's all we really think about right now. That's I know that we are. The world has a million problems and and, and, and you know, there's all kinds of things happening uh, that are interesting, uh, you know, and historical, but ah, uh, fuck that. We don't care. So we're just going to talk about fantasy football instead. Football. And uh, we're, we're in the full swing of things now. We are officially in week two of the season, come tomorrow, being Thursday. Uh, and we have a matchup of the, uh, the two Ohio powerhouses with the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh. This, is the, this is the matchup that everyone has been clamoring for. They just could not wait for this to happen,
1: obviously. Cats versus dogs.
0: Hell yes. So, um, obviously we're being a little facetious here. What we're going to do here is kind of like a little bit of a a stardom sit situation. You know, uh, nothing too formal. Not going to get into every player. We're going to try to keep it quick because we have a tendency to ramble on for an hour. And God knows. And we have a dinner date. Yeah, we do have a dinner date. And nobody wants to sit here and listen to us fucking talk for an hour. So that being said, we'll just go ahead and get right into it. Uh, and we already mentioned the first matchup. That's the uh, Bengals and the
1: Browns. Yeah. So in that game, who are you looking at? Who Who is somebody that you might have concern about, or somebody that you're excited about, or somebody you think that you could pick up, you know, at a decent rate on the waiver wire? Or something? Well, so if you have any
0: of the players on either of these teams. You're probably concerned right now because they did not put up very good numbers fantasy-wise. Whether it was Joe Mixon, who you would have obviously spent a high-round draft choice on, uh, or you know obviously the big name like uh, you know Odell Beckham Jr., neither one of those guys produced. Uh, and there's there's a lot to worry about here, especially if you're an OBJ fan if you got him. Uh, look, Baker Mayfield looked bad again. Yeah. You know, he was bad all year last year, and uh, he doesn't look really any better starting off so far. So you have to be a little worried, and you have to wonder, what are we going to see from him going forward? And you, you might think, well, I didn't draft Baker Mayfield. Of course, most people didn't. But you probably do have OBJ. You know? I mean, he's, he's yeah. one of those guys that's going to be out there uh, that you would have drafted within the first five rounds. He's, yeah. he's huge He's got name. a high
1: owner percentage.
0: Big time. Percentage, you know, ownership, and he's he's great when he's when he's on. He's great when he gets the ball thrown his way. He's great. The question is, are they going to be able to accurately throw in the football? I do have him as a start this week. As a, yeah. if you have him, I think you have to play him. I know uh, the Bengals. They're kind of an unknown right now as far as their defense goes, but I think that's part of it. they're, they're just young. I don't expect them to be able. To, I don't. Who's their corner? Like which cover corner is going gonna, is gonna to shadow Odell Beckham Jr. all game and shut him down? Now, obviously the question is going to be, can Baker Mayfield get him the ball? Look, there were a few games last year where OBJ balled out, and it was when Baker was going up against some weaker defenses. I expect this to be one of those situations. Um, and there is a concern about uh, Jarvis Landry. He's uh, a little banged up. He's on the questionable list. I expect him to play, but he could be limited, and that could potentially put OBJ in a higher realm of possibilities. Uh, Looking on the other side of things, you've got the Bengals. Uh, Look, if you've got Joe Mixon, you're starting him because, again, you drafted him high. So I'm not going to sit here and say start him, sit him. But you do have to look at A.J. Green. He would have been one of those mid-round flyers, mid-to-late-round flyers. Um, He had a bad week last week. Well, not bad, but not good. Not what you kind of expect from his caliber. But at the same time, it was a really tough matchup against a great secondary in uh, San Diego with the Chargers. Um, Look, Cleveland has a pretty decent defense. In all honesty, there's some good pieces that you really like. Um, But none of it scares me enough to say that I wouldn't play A.J. Green. Depending on your options, to me, he's a... He's one of those guys that you probably could throw in there in your flex and feel pretty good about him.
1: Yeah. What about Boy? What do you how do you feel about
0: him? I you know I don't know. I think there's so many mouths to feed right now in in Cincinnati, and he looks like he's kind of the odd man out right now. All right. I, I need to see more from Joe Burrow at quarterback. How consistently can they throw him the ball? Can they throw everybody else the ball? Yeah. For me, right now, Tyler Boyd's a sit until I see otherwise.
1: Yeah, that seems to be the consensus is wait to see what Burrow does and see how he adapts to the NFL. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then our next matchup would be uh, uh, so for the next for the twelve o'clock games. Real quick. Yeah, I was, trying to, about I was trying to see the available players on the wai- waivers uh, for uh, Cleveland or Cincinnati, and they're pretty far down there. There's really not too. Yeah, much there's not much to, to pick you know, up. I, I can't imagine if you're if you're dumpster diving
0: for waivers, you're not really looking there. I, I will mention uh, Nick Chubb had a really rough day, uh, while Kareem Hunt had a pretty decent day. He seems to be the pass catching back out of that backfield. Look. Um, You're gonna, you're probably gonna have to start Chubb, no matter what. Uh, Obviously, you're a little leery because he's splitting time with Kareem Hunt, but at this point, you have to start him. And uh, I honestly expect him to have some some good moments. I think he's still gonna be one of the guys you want. Uh, You know, as far as goal line backs, he's gonna get the touchdowns more often than not. Deserves
1: a flex play. I mean, you're, again, you're Most probably starting them in your RB1 or yeah. 2
0: slot depending on where you drafted them right. and you know, you're know you kind of stuck with them, but you know, a lot of people yeah. I saw were maybe trying to sell him uh, already, a little sell low. Yeah. If you can get him, I'd say maybe take a shot at it, but yeah. also at the same time, I'm a little worried about the career punt situation.
1: Yeah.
0: Just the overall, the offense is a little scary.
1: With New York in Chicago, the Giants—I should say, because there's two New York—the New York Football Giants against the Chicago Bears, the
0: monsters of the Midway.
1: Our team, our disappointment.
0: So, as far as game prediction, I expect the Bears to win fifty-four to two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll give that it. Makes make sense. sense. <laughs> um, no. No. How many points is Ditka gonna get? <laughs> At least <you> know, four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, look,
0: this is a... Uh, This is a situation where I think Saquon Barkley should be able to have some success, even though the Bears' defense will definitely key on him, because they should. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got a solid front seven, um, but Saquon is young and extremely talented and explosive. Adrian Peterson's like 35, and he just torched the Bears' defense. So I kind of
1: expect Saquon to just go the hell off. Right. Um, I don't know if there's a... A move for us that can neutralize him. So I'm sure there are people who,
0: after last week, where he just looks so rough against a really good defense, you're thinking, oh well, they're playing the Bears. Bears have a good defense. I don't know. Maybe I should consider sitting him. Don't.
1: No. Don't sit Saquon. Like you, you sit shouldn't Saquon anyone. at any point during this season, and he's not injured. Like something catastrophic has happened in your brain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. So I, normally, obviously, you don't really need to talk about starting him, sitting him. It needs to be said because he had such a really shitty day on Monday. Mm -hmm. But uh, beyond that, we'll look at, you know, Darius Slayton went off in a big way. Oh, yeah. And obviously, he's got tons of talent. Look, the the Bears' defensive secondary, there's question marks. Uh, Kyle Fuller's a pretty good corner. He's not a great man to man corner, he's mostly great in a zone situation. Um, But honestly, they looked pretty decent. Uh, on the secondary side of things. They gave up a few yards here or there, and it's hard to really say because Kenny Galladay was hurt, so you exactly. didn't even get to see what they do against a, a decent receiver core at full strength. But I, I think you, if you have Darius Slayton, you probably want to go ahead and start him. Uh, maybe as a flex, you know, I wouldn't expect for him to go off for 100 yards, but it's certainly possible for him to get another touchdown and get behind the defense. Uh, Sterling Shepard would be a guy I'd be looking at just because he, he he caught six passes. I know he wasn't overwhelmingly great, but he caught six passes. He had 40 yards. He's getting a lot of targets. He's the, he's the main receiving threat from that offense. He might not always be sexy. He might not always get touchdowns. He might not get a bunch of yards, but he should get plenty of action going his way. Um, Evan Ingram, I, honestly, I don't like most tight ends against the Bears. Although, it's worth noting, T.J. Hawkinson did have a pretty decent game against yeah, them. And uh, Danny Trevathan looked slow. And hes uh, they had him matched up one-on-one several times against Hawkinson. If that happens against Evan Ingram, the Bears will get torched by him. Yeah. He's way faster.
1: Yeah, he's pretty decent.
0: So, uh, obviously, there's that. Um, on the Bears side of things I know with Allen Robinson there's all kinds of question marks about him and the contract whatever. I don't expect that, that to have an impact on his game right. he's, he's a, a professional. professional he's really great um, if anything, I, there might be more passes thrown his way. Just Mitch Trubisky. Satisfying and him a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a situation. His teammates are in full support of him getting his money. Um,
1: they want to showcase
0: his talent. Right. Hey, look. This is what his he work, is. This is how great he is. Body. Give him his money. Yeah. And I, I kind of expect them to feed him early and often. Which does make me feel a little bit leery about Anthony Miller. But... This is not a good Giants defense, so this right. might be the only week that I'm going to say this just unequivocally. Start your Bears. Yeah. I, if, honestly, like if you're playing daily or you got a two quarterback league, throw Trubisky out there. He probably is going to be
1: looking having a good yeah. game. I mean, it didn't look like it watching the game live, but he had a pretty nice day. Well, you know, what I mean, I, watching him is one thing. The fantasy stat line is another. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> it's just, all whatever. Right. He didn't play great, but he if you, if you for some reason, were desperate enough to start him last week, you didn't lose your league because of him. Right. So, uh, David Montgomery, you know, he, he didn't... He looked pretty good. In all honesty, the running game looked pretty good. Yeah. I, if, if you have him, you probably should put him in the lineup. Maybe as a flex. Tariq Cohen... Uh, you know, he... I, he doesn't get a lot of volume, but he might be able to sneak a touchdown in there, so you never know. Yeah, yeah he might be worth a flyer. I'd say start your Bears and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe be a little uh, leery about Darius Slayton after such a big game. But, you know, throw him
1: out there, too. I, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Okay. All right, so next we have the Rams and...
0: Yeah, so this is another one of those matchups between two teams that uh, are kind of an enigma right now just because they seem to be in so much uh, so much flux. Uh, the Eagles lost in just massively embarrassing and disappointing fashion to the Washington football team, mm. uh, a team that I think most people expected the Eagles to roll over, and that didn't happen. You know, uh, when you're looking at the receiver core for the Eagles, you, you're wondering, who do we start? And I'll make this real simple. Uh, none of them. None of the wide receivers are worth starting right now. Uh, Jalen Rager eventually could be, but right now I just don't trust it. And the Rams' secondary is really good, especially with Jalen Ramsey. Um, I, they might even, because of how bad the wide receiver situation is, they might put Jalen Ramsey on Zach Ertz. And if that happens, you definitely have to start Dallas Gardner this week. Right. He's going he's gonna to be open. They're going to play a lot of double tight because their wide receivers kind of suck right now, so... Goddard had a big game. I think you got to throw him in there.
1: Right, even though they lost, it still proved pretty efficient.
0: Yeah, he, you know, he had 100 yards and a touchdown. And when he was open, once look for him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and even Hurts came over with a touchdown too.
0: But the running game is another big question mark. There, there's a lot going on here because of all the injuries, and uh, not only injuries to the to the running backs. You know, Boston Scott got hurt. Obviously, Miles Sanders didn't even play. Right. The offensive line is banged up. Yeah, they're not good. And the defensive line for the Rams is really stout. Obviously, they have one guy there. Uh, What's his name? Um, Um, Oh, Aaron Donald.
1: Oh, yeah. You ever heard heard of that that guy? guy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's there.
1: I've heard of that monster. I've heard folklore. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of terrifying, just in general. Uh, This could be
0: a really rough game for the Eagles this week. Uh, If you have Miles Sanders and he plays. I'd say you have to start him. If you have Dallas Goddard, you have to start him. And if you have Zach Ertz, you probably reached on him anyway, so you have to start him. But I would yeah. lower my expectations. Right. If you have a better option, if you if you double down and grab a, a, you know, a good solid backup tight end, this might be the week to play him. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Rams side of things, um, Jared Goff is not going to be a starter in most leagues, but this Eagles secondary is not very good. Um, Their front seven's a little better as far as they've got like Fletcher Cox and a a host of guys that can stuff the run. This might be the week to have your Rams receivers and even throw in Goff as a flyer if, if you're looking for a quarterback. He's in the past, look, he's not a great quarterback, but he puts up good solid fantasy numbers most of the time. Yeah, he's got me
1: through a couple of tough matchups before.
0: So what I'd be looking for here is maybe a good day from Cooper Cup, maybe a good, definitely, to me, a good day from Robert Woods. They seem to be looking for him early on. I'm often. hoping. Um, you know, Malcolm Brown had a huge game. I kind of have to temper my expectations there. But once they get in close, he's the guy. So if you have him, I'd say throw him in a flex. Just
1: He should be good for a touchdown or two maybe. Yeah. I, they, good goal line situation against the week.
0: They seem to go to him more often than not, so he seems to be a guy that you want to take a look at. Um, Cooper Cup is a little worrying to me because he was so great in the first half of last year. He slowed down way, way big time in the second half, and uh, he didn't start off great this week, and he kind of looks like he's touchdown dependent. I don't know. There's a little bit of a question mark. I'd want to
1: see more from him, but honestly, this week, the matchup is right. I'd have to start him. Let's say so. Okay, let's go to the Falcons and the Cowboys. Uh, lines,
0: this boys. ought to be like this. This this will end up being a six to three game, just because it should be forty five to forty three. <laughs> <laughs> it this should be an absolute shootout
1: between all two good. teams that can just huck the ball all over the field. Good deal. Because I need Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan to do what he did last week. Well, I mean, he bet. might not do that, but I fully
0: expect 300 yards and, like, two or three touchdowns from him this week. The Cowboys secondary does not scare me. Um, even in kind of a weak opener to the season, Jared Goff put up 275 yards kind of without blinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just right. it, You know, it's uh, – honestly, you're looking at a situation where Matt Ryan's a great quarterback. He's got three great options at receiver now all of a sudden. I think
1: Ridley's going to do the same thing that I did
0: I think he is, and I think even Russell Gage, their third option is a guy you want. He mm. put up huge numbers last week. When you have Julio Jones, the focus is going to be on him. Yeah. So he's a huge distraction. Obviously you're starting Julio. At this point, you probably drafted Calvin Ridley pretty high. Probably starting him. Russell Gage, if you scoop him up in free agency, he's worth a start this week too. There's not a Falcon that you should be benching. Yeah, hell Todd Gurley. I know he had like, you know, fifty yards and a score and he was just kinda moderate, looked pretty decent. This is a week where I expect them to get to the goal line quite a bit. Yeah. It's pretty possible Todd Gurley could have two touchdowns and you know sixty yards or more and maybe get involved in the passing game. He didn't seem to be much there. You're starting all your Falcons. You're obviously going to start Amari Cooper. He's the number one, and you probably drafted him pretty high. Uh, Michael Gallup, a little bit of a concern with him because he didn't really show up at all uh, after a lot of hype. But uh, I think you have to start him. I mean, you're probably in a situation where you drafted him not super high, but... Within the first ten rounds, and yeah. he's a deep threat
1: and the type of guy that could score a touchdown easy. Right, I was gonna say he only had three receptions, but fifty yards. I mean, yeah, I mean nothing great, there. nothing super impressive, but he's he's the type of
0: guy that can break off big chunks. And of course, C.D. Lamb, the rookie, who, he looked really good. Um, maybe temper your expectations a little bit until we see a little more consistency. But he's super talented. It's a super talented wide receiver core. I expect them to get a lot of work, especially since Blake Jarwin, the tight end now hurt for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. Um, yeah. No good. So, But that does open more avenues for the wide receivers. Uh, obviously, Zeke Elliott is Zeke Elliott. Yeah. You drafted him in the top five. You're starting. It's not even a question mark. And Dak Prescott is absolutely worth a start. Uh, I'd have him as a top five start this week. I'd have Matt Ryan yeah. as a top five start uh, and Dak Prescott as well. Right. Yeah. I'd be shocked if they've got anything. 30 points. There should be a ton of fireworks in this game. Uh, not a lot of defense, but uh, it should be exciting. That's why I say it's probably going to end up being
1: a 6-3 game. Just right. Because that's not, that always works. Yeah, it's never, it never goes as I expected. All right, so next we got the Panthers at the Buccaneers. Panthers at the Buccaneers is, uh, oh boy. Look, the Panthers had a pretty decent
0: game last week, uh, especially, you know, fantasy-wise, you know, Robbie Anderson had the big play and ended up with a big day with, a you know, a touchdown, and, you know, he had 30 points in our league, but, you know, otherwise, he had well over 100 yards, he had, like, six catches and a touchdown, the, the big thing with him was a 75-yard score, mm-hmm. um, DJ Moore didn't do much, obviously, Christian McCaffrey did his usual
1: awesome <laughs> he just—he's yeah. just great, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, um, Robbie Anderson had a hell of a day. That's what I just said. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but
0: the thing is, the Tampa Bay defense is pretty fucking good. They're one of those defenses that people aren't going to talk about until like three—you know—three games into the season. Yeah. Uh, and honestly. I I would hesitate to start just about anybody from the Panthers not named Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you have DJ Moore, you're probably stuck putting him in the lineup anyway. But uh, that's great to hear. I have DJ Moore. <laughs> <laughs> they they did a pretty good do- a pretty good job shutting down the Saints' offense. They held Michael Thomas to just nothing, right. even before he got hurt, which was at the tail end of the game. Michael Thomas did
1: fuck all against that. Is it possible, he, like, whatever it was, he could have like, tweaked and then really hurt at the end? So I mean, it's possible,
0: it. but it didn't seem like he was hobbled. It just looked like they, you know, they just they shut had, him down. They just shut him down. They, mm-hmm. they focused all of their effort at stopping him. And if they can stop Michael Thomas, they can stop anybody.
1: Yeah. And
0: their pass rush is real. They've got a really good defense. Um, And I think people are going to be shocked by that, considering how bad they've been for, like, the last decade. Um, On the other side of things, look, the Panthers' defense isn't very good. Um, It's kind of like they've swapped roles because, you know, forever the Panthers' defense was pretty good under Ron Rivera, but he's gone, and so are most of those defensive stalwarts. You know, long gone is Luke Keighley. So what you have now is a, a hodgepodge of people who are young or just, you know, on their last legs. This should be kind of a blowout situation if the Buccaneers can prove that they have that chemistry. Mm. If they can work as a cohesive unit. Because, look, it's Tom Brady. It's fucking Mike Evans. Yeah. and It's, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, Godwin. Look. And even Gronk's back in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> the, num- the names alone should, should make you think, oh man, this should be a blowout. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. Mike Evans is coming off of an injury. You know, he was banged up going into last week. He had little to no impact during the game. And Godwin is also banged up. He was on concussion protocol. So we don't know that he's even going to play. Because they don't fuck around with that concussion protocol shit anymore. Mm. So if he's still on that, he won't even play. And you have to wonder what's going to happen with Mike Evans. Is he okay? Is he healthy? They didn't seem to be on the same page, he and Brady at all. So there's a lot of question marks there. Uh, Gronk, you'd love to sit here and say, oh, he's got all the chemistry. You throw him in there.
1: Uh but he, he was out of it for so long, man. Yeah. He might be a, if he does rebound, it might be a while. Uh,
0: he didn't look good. He looked kind of slow.
1: Um, yeah. He
0: lumbered around the field. This might be the week to start. This might be the week to start. Scotty Miller. He's. True. <laughs> look, what, who's the one dude that Tom Brady always seems to be able to find, at least for the last decade and a half. the tight in? A little white dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whether it's, whether or it's, it's Wal- fucking Welker great. or uh, Edelman or, or even Danny Amendola, Mandola, yeah. Chris Hogan, whatever. Scotty Miller fits right in there as a perfect example of exactly that. He ended up having a pretty good day. Um, look, if Godwin can't go and Evans is still banged up, Miller's your guy. You're starting him. And honestly, either way, even if they're both in the game, I still want them. Yeah. I still want them in the lineup. If I don't have any other really good options, I'm throwing them out there. Um, I might even look at O.J. Howard because he caught a touchdown pass, looked pretty good. um, And Gronk was kind of a non-factor. Right now, Gronk's kind of the backup tight end in Tampa.
1: Yeah. As weird as that is to say. Right. That seems to be the case. So, yeah. um, You know... It looks like a great matchup, but maybe tread carefully with those bucks. Yeah, well, that's solid advice. All right, so the 49ers at the Jets. Not much to get excited <laughs> about there. <laughs>
0: yeah, look, um, you're not starting any of your Jets this week. Le'Veon would have been. What about really Crowder? Bad. No, no. I mean, look, if you have no one else, then yeah, you know, it's a desperation play. Frank Gore starting. So, you know, maybe there's, like, some narrative. Oh, he's going to get revenge from his old team. Mm -hmm. I don't want any of it. I don't want any part of the Jets at all. The Niners' defense is a little banged up. They lost Richard Sherman. He's on the IR. I don't care. They still have a really good defense. I don't Mm -hmm. want any part of that Jets team. They look fucking terrible on -hmm. Sunday. Uh,
1: Yeah, it seems like a never-ending story there. (laughs) But on the other side of that, there's not a whole lot to talk about for the 49ers' offense, either. Um, other than right, the, you got Mostert. It's good for a breakaway touchdown, <laughs> and you got Kittle, who's playing with uh, a slight injury. Yeah, if he does play, we don't know. even know if he's going to play. And honestly, if I'm the Niners, I'm not playing. Yeah, I'm not playing. Give him the all. chance to rebound. Yeah, don't lose Why your would, biggest this is asset. essentially a bye week? Yeah, your biggest so. offensive asset. Don't don't
0: wear him out. Right, he's don't easily their best player, injury. maybe on either side of the ball. He's he's. A, devastatingly good tight end um, if he plays you have to play him you, you just do but if he doesn't there's an option out there that they picked up who they were raving about in camp you might have heard of him Jordan Reed yeah Yeah. for the first time in seemingly 10 years he's healthy allegedly um, and he's their backup and he, he's a good pass catcher so if he's out there and uh, Kittle doesn't hurt or doesn't play he might be a dude to pick up as a sleeper Um, Beyond that, though, none of the wide receivers do anything for me. They just picked up Mohamed Sanu, but they just picked him up. And I'm guessing even though he did play in Kyle Shanahan's offense forever, doesn't really do anything for me. Um, uh, Mostert is an RB2. He's a guy that you're starting because he got 15 carries last week. You kind of worry that maybe they might get up too much and they maybe spread out those carries a little more. But you have to take that gamble because... Mostert's so talented that even if he only gets 10 touches, one of those touches could be for 80 yards and a score. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the rest of it is just gravy after that. Right. Um, this might even be a decent time to have Tevin Coleman in your lineup, again, if you're just super desperate. But honestly, Mostert's the only guy that I'm really looking at. And, uh, you know, if, if Kittle's healthy,
1: then you know, I
0: guess you got to throw him in there as well.
1: All right. So, yeah, let's just get through these last few. Uh, the Broncos at the Steelers. Yeah, so. this is uh. Whew, it's rough. Broncos don't, to me, the Broncos don't have much to get excited about. Nobody I would really care to mention. But the Steelers, uh, Snell, he had a big game. Is there a chance that he can do that again if he's getting more of the workload? Well, so the big question there is going to be with John James Conner.
0: Uh, James Conner is coming off an injury, obviously. Um, he's injury prone as it is. He's gonna be the big question mark. If he plays, is it gonna be more of an even split? Is it gonna be a situation where Connor takes more of the carries? I think honestly, Snell is the guy you probably want right now. Um, But that Broncos defense is pretty good. I just I hesitate to just absolutely say, oh, start one of these two guys. If if Connor's if Connor's not playing, Snell, you're you're absolutely playing Snell. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. Um, But. On the other side of things, you know, you mentioned that there's not much to talk about with the Broncos. Uh there's one thing for sure, Phillip Lindsay got hurt. Yeah. And so it looks like it could be the Melvin Gordon show. Take that for what it's worth this week against the Steelers defense that absolutely shut down Saquon Barkley. Right. For fifteen carries and six yards. Look, He's Melvin is set this week. Melvin Gordon's a good player, but against that defense, I, I'm sitting him if I don't have any if I have any other options, I'm sitting him. Um, Yeah, and there's no receivers. Cortland Sutton might be back, Mm. but he's another one of those guys that you probably draft him pretty high, so you probably don't have better options. If you do, I would look elsewhere. Just because he's coming off an injury and he's playing against an amazing defense, I don't want any part of it.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: On the other side of it, the Broncos' defense is a lot better than they should be, even though they're missing Von Miller. Um, They did a really good job of kind of keeping the Titans in check. Um, I know the Titans don't wow anybody just from names, but they were pretty good offensively last year, so, um, look, the Steelers' offense is still kind of catching, catching back up after Big Ben, you know, missed out for pretty much the entire year last year, Juju is a guy you're probably going to play, uh, Deontay Thompson might be, a, or uh, Johnson might be a pretty good pick, you know, flex play, but in that you're just kind of hoping for a touchdown, I would say you start Juju, and in uh, this one I might sit Ben because chances are you have a better option. Yeah. And I, you know, he he looked good against the Giants, but that's the Giants. Right. Everybody looked good against the Giants. Right. The Broncos defense.
1: Trubisky <laughs> might look good against the Giants. I, I fully expect that he will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where are we at? Jaguars Titans. Yeah. This is uh, another kind of a fart of a game. It really is. But it's
0: worth mentioning the Jaguars were supposed to get fucking crushed by the Colts last week, and they yeah. ended up winning. Right. And Gardner Minshew played really well. Uh, look, I think the Titans are better than the Colts uh, overall. But, you know, it, you don't know about this wide receiver situation for, for them. Uh, look, For sure you're starting Henry because, again, you have to. You know, and he should have a good game, but you never really know. Um, A.J. Brown worries me yeah he worries me too they didn't really look at him a whole lot wide receiver two spot that kind of bothers the hell out of me I know there were times where he disappeared last year but it just it bothered the hell out of me that they weren't even really looking at him and all of a sudden you know the ghost of Corey Davis comes back to haunt everybody Mm -hmm. you know and I think it was Matthew Barry with the ESPN was saying, this guy, you know, is he Devontae Parker this year? Because he's that first-round pick that was always being talked up, that never did shit. And then last year, out of nowhere, he just kind of emerged. Is he that this year? I guess we'll have to wait and see, but...
1: Yeah, a little too early to tell, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah I don't know that I'm starting either one of those guys because, again, like I fully expect the Titans to come here and just crush the fucking Jaguars with the run game. Yeah, I don't expect a whole lot of passing yardage or touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and I got uh, on the other side. I got DJ or DJ, yeah, Yeah. DJ Chark. So I don't really have many options there as far as subbing him in. But uh, you know know what I'm trying to say. So what's his? What what are his tendencies? Is he a long ball kind of guy, or is he a high volume? short pass kind of guy I see DJ Chark as a very very talented player who can
0: do a little bit of everything so he there were times last year where he was high volume you know he would have like nine catches for a hundred some yards and a score uh there were other games where he just had one big breaking touchdown but you know maybe only had like a couple of catches for a few yards here or there scattered in there so he can be a little bit of both but uh God, so much of that is going to depend on Gardner Minshew because he only threw for 170 yards. Right. So, uh, or fuck, it might have been less than that. But, you know, Chark had a decent game because of a touchdown, but other than that, you weren't exactly thrilled with his production because he only had, like, three catches for 25 yards. Right. You know, the game script is going to really determine that. I'm starting DJ Chark if I have him, just because, I, I again, I fully expect the Titans to come in here and just wash them out. And I think that the Jaguars are going to have to pass a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, garbage time still counts. I love me yeah. some garbage time. Oh, yeah. I can get on board with that.
1: He would be a guy I start for sure. All right, so we have the Vikings in Indianapolis. Yikes. Um, this is. <laughs> so with the Vikings, you know,
0: you're starting Dalvin Cook, obviously. You're, I think you're obviously starting uh, Adam Thielen. After that, I don't know, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know who you're looking for, you know? it's Maybe they were talking up what's his name, Irv Smith, the tight end. Maybe him,
1: hmm. but I don't know. I well, think the, Hines had a huge game. What's going on with that? With the, Mar- Mar- with Max the Colts? Out. Yeah, uh,
0: that's the other side of things. You know, look, the Vikings looked really bad defensively, but their front seven's still pretty stout. I just don't know if the run game is where you want to look. If you've got receivers for the Colts, I think this is their week. I think T.Y. Hilton has a big bounce back. I hope so. And I think Paris Campbell continues to build on what he did last week. I'm starting both of those guys. Um, And, look, you have to start Jonathan Taylor. I understand the Vikings' front seven is pretty stout, like I said. But you have to start him. It's a really good offensive line. It's a good matchup just in those terms um yeah it's tough hey, look I think this is a week where you can honestly kind of say start your Colts especially as bad as the Vikings look defensively um yeah. Phil Rivers could be a real good option off the of, you know waiver wire if you have a deep league I expect a lot of passing yards from him and uh you know he's probably gonna throw three interceptions but you know if he throws for 350 yards and four scores then you know,
1: Yeah, those (laughs) interceptions don't really really matter as much (laughs) after that. Okay, so let's just kind of fly through. I think we got six more, four more matches. I can't quite count. We got the Lions and the Packers in an NFC North uh, matchup. Who do you favor there? Well, who I favor would be the
0: Packers. I I hate them, but they're going to win. Um, As far as who do you start? Uh I think you start, look. If you're looking to maybe start Alan Lazard or MVS or any of those other secondary wide receivers for the Packers, I'd hold off for now just in case. The Lions don't have a good defense in, in any capacity, but it's just, I hesitate to, I would hesitate to start any of those guys just because I want to see more from them, more consistency before I throw them in my starting lineup. You're obviously starting Devontae Adams, and frankly, you're starting Aaron Rodgers. I, I know we kind of want to see more from him because of last year, but look—he's Aaron fucking Rodgers, and he looked amazing. Yeah, they would be absolutely if he's back insane not in in like to Yeah, if but he's
1: gonna roll, he'll, he'll roll for a while.
0: You're starting Aaron Jones. Uh, I mean, there's not much to talk about as far as that goes. Um, Kenny Galladay might be back for the Lions. Ooh, Ooh, if he is, crossed. if he is, you got to start him. Um, Matt Stafford—he might have to throw for a bunch of yards. He might be worth it. T.J. Hawkinson had a really nice game against the Bears. I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case against the Packers. Yeah, well, it seems uh, like a
1: few and far between kind of, yeah. of and I'm not matchup-based. I'm not starting any of those Lions running backs, not until I get a more clear picture of what they're doing. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely not. Okay, so the Bills in Miami.
0: Woo! Uh, this might be a tougher matchup than people might think because of how bad Miami's been, but um, I think this is one of those things where maybe the Bills get up early and they just start running the ball. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then I'm starting Zach Moss over Devin Singletary. They seem to trust Moss a little more just because Singletary's been known to have kind of a fumbling problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but Singletary's a big playmaker. Like If he can get a chance, he, you know, I'm not saying start him because honestly, I wouldn't. But, you know... If you have them, you're probably in a situation where you just need running backs or you need yeah. depth, whatever it is. If you got somebody that's hurt, you could maybe plug them in and feel pretty decent about it. But I would, I would rather have Zach Moss over him. Uh, Josh Allen should have a good game, but again, where the Dolphins, they don't have a lot of strengths, but where they have a, a, a pretty
1: decent uh, strength. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I no, I really couldn't. Yeah, I uh, box myself in all the
0: time. <laughs> um, they're corners. They got pretty good corners. Xavier uh, Howard and uh, the other guy that they just picked. The up other I can't guy. remember. He sounds good. He sounds yeah, well, they, they picked him up in free agents. He's pretty good. I can't remember his name off the top of my back because he plays for the Dolphins and he Not usually doesn't matter. Top of my back. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But yeah, if you're starting Bills, I, I'd, I'd like to have more of the running game. Josh Allen maybe won't have the best passing game, but he runs a lot, so you could get a sneak touchdown. I'd look for better options, honestly. I, I don't like any of the uh, the fantasy implications for either offense. Uh, with the Dolphins, if Devontae Parker's healthy, maybe you throw him in there, but the Bills defense
1: is really good. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really want any part of the Dolphins this week. Okay. So we have the football team of Washington and Arizona. Yeah, um, look, the Washington football team's defense is pretty good. They
0: really are, really. They, yeah, they're pretty good. They're, You know, it's one of those things where we just kind of expected them to get rolled by the Eagles, like we said. It didn't happen, and it was mostly because of that defense. They made a lot of plays. They're all over the field. Um, I think you still have to start most of your Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray was so great last week. I mean... 90 yards rushing, a
1: bunch of yards. You know... Uh, it was good to see that from him. I've never so had him good. before. I, I haven't heard much of his numbers. It was nice to see him actually come through for me.
0: He's so talented.
1: Uh, obviously, starting down to Hopkins. Like, yeah. holy fucking Are shit.
0: He was so good. Such a high volume. I don't no, expect that volume. I don't, I don't expect 15 catches. If he gets 15 catches, that would be astounding. Yeah, But... I think it's not completely outside of the realm of possibility for him to get eight for a hundred and a touchdown. All right, it'd be cool. Um, but as far as other receivers for Arizona, not, I'm not really looking for anybody. Uh-huh. I honestly like Christian Kirk was supposed to be the other guy. I, I don't. He didn't do anything, and yeah. I, I just don't have any expectations for him. Um there. You know, Kenyon Drake, you're probably gonna have to start again. High round draft pick, but. I'm a little worried about him because Chase Edmonds came in and got a lot of snaps. So you kind of worry that that might be more of a committee situation.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and again, that the front seven for the for the Washington football team is pretty damn good. Uh, so uh, I don't know. It's if, if I had the option, I'm I'm benching Kenyon Drake, but you probably have to start him. Right. On the other side of that, you've got really nobody that stands out. Uh, Peyton Barber had a couple of gimme touchdowns, but otherwise was completely ineffective in the running game last week. Um, Antonio Gibson still has a lot of uh, hype coming, you know, from coming into the se- <clears throat> <coughs> From coming into the season, Gibson had a lot of hype because he's going to catch more passes and all that stuff. I need to see it before I watch him go out there and play. Um... Terry McLaurin is a guy who everyone's high on, but the fact is the Cardinals secondary is pretty decent. Patrick Peterson and Buda Baker, they're pretty good shutdown corners. And there's just nobody else on that wide receiver's core that you really care about for for Washington. So chances are they're going to focus their energy stopping him. Um, The only guy, if you're truly desperate and you you may be looking for a touchdown at tight end, Logan Thomas, the former quarterback, Logan Thomas for Washington. Hmm. Might be worth throwing in.
1: Well, oh, that's some solid advice. Ravens and Texans. Whew. Uh,
0: this is... So, I think the Texans are kind of getting job to start off the season with the, mm. against the Chiefs and then the Ravens. Um, you're starting your main Ravens. Obviously, starting Lamar Jackson. Obviously, you're going to start uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown. And I think you're obviously going to start Mark Andrews after another multi-touchdown oh, game. Yeah. You have to. But the question there is the running back situation. And Mark Ingram was a non-factor. There was a lot of speculation that he continued to have his role. He did nothing. Now, it could be because of game script, because they got up so big, and they just didn't want to risk hurting a guy that's already in his 30s and an important piece of the puzzle. I'm worried about him, and I'm not playing him this week if I have him. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, a lot of hype surrounding him. He's young. Seems to be more of the pass-catching back than Mark Ingram was. I just don't know I, the running back situation for the Ravens kind of scares me uh, either way I don't really want either one of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, if I have to choose between the two of them I'm starting Dobbins because of the pass catching responsibilities but you know I, that's not really what I right.
1: and if you're in a PPR league
0: right then you won there that's not um, for the Texans you know Deshaun Watson had a little bit of a rough game football wise last week but honestly fantasy wise he still ended up being okay um, the big question is going to be the receivers. Uh, you know, well the secondary in Baltimore is pretty good. The defense in Baltimore overall is pretty good. I'm not, I'm not bullish on any of them. But the only success they seem to have in the passing game was when they throw it to Will Fuller. And I think you probably just got to go ahead and grab him and put him out there um, as like a flyer. Unless you've got better, but. Uh, yeah, none of them, nobody really jumps out to me. Uh, I think you still start David Johnson. That was my question. But you know, that front seven
1: for the for the Ravens is pretty good too. So yeah, I, I don't know year like last year. It's like, I I'm still very hesitant. To yeah. Deal with them, but with the running back situation being what it is, I think you still have to start David Johnson. Yeah. All right, so we got Mahomes and the Chiefs in L. A. Chargers. Yeah, this is kind of a rough situation for the Chiefs. Uh the Chargers have actually done a pretty good job of holding Mahomes
0: down a little bit the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, they've got a good defense. They've they've got a good pass rush. They've got uh, a couple of really good corners. Uh it's it's not the ideal matchup, but here's the thing: they're the Chiefs. You're not benching Pat Mahomes. No. You just not, it's not what you're doing. Or Hill. You're not gonna bench Tyreek Hill, you're not gonna bench Travis Kelsey. You're not going to bench uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair. Yeah, you're I mean, look, you're playing all those guys
1: <laughs> week after week.
0: You're playing your Chiefs. Uh, I would say there's a little bit of fool's gold with Sammy Watkins, the big oh, game yeah. he had. Uh, I'm probably benching him. I'm just not going to put him in there because yeah. I fully expect that they're going to no end up. Trust
1: there. You know, they're
0: going to end up throwing a touchdown to somebody that's not Sammy Watkins or Tyreek Hill. It'll be like Demarcus Robinson or Nicole Hardman. Uh, honestly. Those kind of guys, I'm not ben- I'm not putting in there unless I'm in just complete dire straits and I just need somebody. And I'm like, well, Tyree Kills, or fucking Pat Mahomes is throwing to somebody, so I might as well take a shot at him. Yeah. That's about the only thing I'm doing there. Uh, over on the Chargers side of things, oh, man, it's rough because, you know, Tyrod Taylor is a good player in real life, but fantasy, he's not really anything special. Especially throwing the ball. You know, it sucks because Keenan Allen has been so productive. I'm probably benching him this week. Yeah. Uh, if I have better options, I'm benching him. Hunter uh, Henry is good. i probably keep him in. What'd you got?
1: Eckler? What about
0: Eckler? Oh, you have to start Eckler. Yeah. That's
1: I mean, there's just. He didn't have that Gerda game last week. Right. That's bound to bounce back. But he also had 19 carries for 84 yards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like he. Still getting regular football day, did fine. Right. Fantasy football day didn't really reflect. Big
0: concern seems to be around the league, about him. Uh, Is he going to catch more passes? Uh, The coach Anthony Lynn came out, I think it was yesterday, and said, "Yeah, he's probably not going to catch as many passes this year, just because of how the system's built." And that's concerning if you're in a PPR league. Um, But. Look, I fully expect that he's such a good pass-catching back, they're still going to find ways to get him the ball in space. I don't. I think it's... I was able to buy low on him in one of our leagues, and I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. So, you know, he's. he didn't get a touchdown last week. I expect him to get a touchdown. You, we saw the way David Johnson, even on just 10 carries, kind of gashed the Chiefs last week. Mm-hmm. I kind of expect the same thing from, from Austin Eckler. Um, Receivers-wise, I'm probably benching most of the Chargers receivers. Uh, Hunter Henry would be the only guy that would be the exception to that rule. All right.
1: So, Patriots and Seahawks.
0: Yeah. uh, See, this is another tough one because, you know, when it comes to the Patriots, we don't know a whole lot of what we're going to see from them yet because they have a whole new offense. Yeah, without Brady there, it's a brand-new team. Yeah, you don't know who counts for anything in terms of fantasy. The only thing I could say is, I think it was uh, Field Yates on the fantasy focus said that the running back you want for the Patriots is Cam Newton. Yeah. That's the guy you want. (laughs) Look, if you're in a league that uh, is more standard with as far as the scoring, then Cam Newton's a start. Like, pretty much every week from here on out, he's a start because he's – Other than Lamar Jackson, he's the only running, or he's the only quarterback in the league right now who is good for maybe a touchdown a game rushing.
1: Right, and potentially 100 yards rushing. Yeah,
0: he was, they they, they let him know the ball 14 times last week. Yeah. It's just unheard of considering how banged up he's been. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they have a lot of trust in him. Um, You know, the Seahawks looked so fucking good. There's been the whole hashtag let Russ Cook going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, people just want to see them let Russell Wilson off his chain yeah. because, you know, the Seahawks They're offense... They're good. Well, they, they've let... The Seahawks have pretty much just kind of let him pass when they need him to and they've been mostly built around the run. I think they need a reverse course because there might not be a more efficient passer in league history than Russell Wilson like when he gets his chances he tears people up now that said you're starting Russell Wilson Um, be prepared for one of those receivers to have a bad game though between Lockett or or DK Metcalf because one of them is going to get locked up by Stephon Gilmore the best corner in all of football Hmm. and uh, that's a scary situation You know, not super thrilled about it. I expect Chris Carson to have a pretty good game. Um, Obviously, if you have Russell Wilson, you have to start him after what he did last week. I don't know how you don't. Um, Out of the two receivers, I kind of like DK Metcalf a little more just because the size, the speed. Stephon Gilmore is great, but there's not a whole lot of ways to defend a guy that's built like a fucking, you know, WWE wrestler who also has four-three speed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping he has a pretty breakout kind of game because I need it. Yep. I need to crush my opponents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anybody else worth mentioning on that matchup? Uh, not really. Maybe Will Disley, the tight end. Uh, I know
0: Greg Olson had a nice, uh, nice game, but he's like 38 years old. I just don't expect much from him. I think Will Disley, as he starts to get healthier, and he's coming back off of a pretty catastrophic leg leg injury. But before he was hurt last year, he was a really productive tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, just as like a flyer, maybe scoop him up. But
1: I'm not starting him until I see the production again. All right. All right, so that brings us to the Monday night game. We got the Saints and the Raiders. Oh, boy. Uh,
0: one thing you like about this matchup: two really good offensive lines. The Raiders dominated last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that offensive line is massive and powerful, and they just just bulldoze everything in their path. Um, but this defense with the Saints is really good. Uh, as far as Raiders, you're starting. Well, you're starting. You're starting Josh Jacobs. Yeah, that's
1: a no-brainer. After, especially after
0: what he did last week, maybe temper your expectations a little bit because of how good the Saints' defense is. But um, as far as receivers for the Raiders, I'm not touching them.
1: Yeah, I, I,
0: I don't know who. I can't even think of any other name. <laughs> Rugs. Henry Ruggs, he had a touchdown. uh, You know, he looked good, but, I mean, no. None of the wide receivers do anything for me. Um, You you probably still have to start Darren Waller because you drafted him fairly high. Uh, uh, Other than that, though, yeah, Josh Jacobs would be the only thing that you want out of there. With the Saints, there's a lot of question marks because they didn't look good offensively. Right. Drew Brees looked really, really terrible. Like, he looked terrible, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, And Michael Thomas is banged up the injury It was apparently worse than they initially thought, and they're saying he might be out for several weeks. That high ankle sprain, man, that he seriously could be out for a month. He could be out for two weeks. It could be a lingering thing that affects him all year. Man. It's a real bitch. Um, yeah, it's a big, big hit for a lot of people out there. Yeah, again, he would have been probably the only receiver you took in the first round, and that's... It's really rough. Um, if he doesn't play, guys to look for would be like Emmanuel Sanders. Obviously, he had a bunch of red zone targets and looked decent. You know, just he's not a game breaker.
1: Uh, what's his name? Traquan Smith. Yeah, I just picked him up, so I'm hoping that he might yeah. be good for a little scavenger touchdown or he, You know, he could be. He I could be one won't of those. i not playing him, but. <laughs> Yeah, if if you're in desperate, dire straits, then
0: obviously he might be a guy that's worth going out there. Jared Cook at tight end, he still ended up having a pretty decent day. he's a good tight end. Yeah, if they can can connect, then he should be able to Do with it. Um, I'd probably, I mean, you're definitely starting Alvin Kamara. I might even start Latavius Murray, too, just because I kind of expect the Raiders, the, the Raiders aren't a great defense, um, but yeah, I kind of expect them to get run over <laughs> yeah. it's a really good offensive line in, uh, in New Orleans um, and they seem to go with Latavius a lot uh, last week I think just because Kamara had been kind of banged up had a uh, ep- epidural shot and everything I mean Latavius Murray might be worth a start because he might get you know 12 15 carries 50 yards and uh, you know red zone touchdown mm. you know might be worth that um, Breeze this is a really good matchup for him but I, I want to see him do more than he did so Definitely. I'm not starting him if I've got any other options yeah yeah so other than that though uh, I think that should just about cover it yeah that should get us where we need to be yeah if uh, I, you know There's probably some people we didn't cover, you know, there's just, there's so much. We tried to
1: make it a short one and it turned into an hour. Right. Well, well, once uh, it's edited down, it'll be a little bit less, but. Right.
0: But, um, you know, if you, seriously, if you have any questions, if if you have any thoughts, if you just want to tell me I suck, that's fine. Hit me up. Uh, Again, I don't have any friends. I don't have a life. This is all I think about, so. (laughs) Uh, Other than that. Thanks for listening again. Thank we, you. We're going to do this kind of stuff more often, whether people like it or not, just because this is what I care about. Yeah. So you I know. might not be great at talking about football, but I like it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, goodbye. Bye.
1: Bye.